six, five, four. Let's call it a three and a two and a one. Soy un perdedor. I'm a loser, baby. So why don't you kill me? Welcome to Marketing is a Foreign Language. That's a song by Beck. My name is Kellen Kautzman. Today on the show, we're going to be talking about Twitter stock soaring. Why the heck is that happening? I'll tell you all about it. Uh, Facebook says it will pay over $1 billion to the news industry. Why the heck would they do something like that? Expanded parental control on YouTube. Uh, what is that story? Uh, new LinkedIn tools for company pages. You can learn about that. And 19-year-old cancer survivor and entrepreneur. So let's start with the main story of the day, Twitter stock soaring. Um, it is way up. Um, taking a look at Twitter stock as of January 15th was $45.18. Now um, it is at $76.81, kind of by way of Bitcoin. Not quite as cool, but uh, getting there. Um, I have been pretty negative about um, Twitter for quite a while, but let's uh, dive in here. Twitter said Thursday it aims to have 315 million monetizable daily active users by the end of 2023 and to at least double its annual revenue in that year. The announcement was made in an SEC filing. It's up more than 5% as of Thursday afternoon. This is the first time, according to CNBC.com, uh, that Twitter has uh, set long-term goals for revenue and daily users, and it comes ahead of the company's analyst day on Thursday afternoon. Twitter said in its last earnings report, it had 192 million, million daily active users in Q4 of 2020. Doubling its annual revenue would mean going from $3.7 billion to at least $7.5 billion by 2023. The company also set a goal of doubling its development of velocity. So I am probably just completely off base when it comes to thinking that Twitter is a dumpster fire and a garbage heap. Uh, it still feels like a dumpster fire and it still feels like a garbage heap to me. Uh, but this is probably me just speaking out of ignorance. Twitter users out there, what am I missing? What am I not understanding? I feel like Twitter for the vast majority of small businesses is not that great of a small social media platform. I've never seen a link from Twitter pointing back to a website um, on Google Search Console, that is to say, which is Google's tool that lets us know what they're taking a look at. So as far as I can tell, Google's not really factoring it in. And then Facebook makes a lot of sense for business. Twitter, I don't know. If you are a retro dress shop, I get it. If you're selling something interesting or engaging, then Twitter, yes. If you are a talking head celebrity, then yes. Uh, if you're a newscaster, yep. If you're a president, for sure, Twitter, go right ahead. Um, I have not been bullish on the Twitter subscription model yet, but I am willing to be corrected, willing to be corrected. The uh, market is saying, look, we think Twitter is going to absolutely crush it. Um, I am literally live streaming on Twitter right now, so it's not like I'm not using it. Um, but uh, in my heart of hearts, I still don't think it's there. It feels very 90s, 90, 90s bubble-ish, bubble-ishish, if that makes any sense. I'm just not feeling the Twitter. Tell me I'm wrong. Facebook says it will pay over $1 billion to the news industry. This from NBCnews.com. All links to all articles are right there in the description. Facebook knowingly supplied its advertisers with false metrics for years, according to the article and court documents um, unsealed this week. Oh, no, wait, this is the wrong one. Let me pull that up. 
That was last week's. This is the article today. And five, four, three. News companies want Google and Facebook to pay for the news that appears on their platforms. Facebook following in Google's footsteps says it plans to invest $1 billion to, quote, support the news industry. I find this ironic given the fact that they are very much fighting uh, legislative battles in various states right now. And so for them to say, oh, we're going to give love to the news outlets is perhaps a bit hypocritical. They're saying the right hand is saying, I'm going to fight you in Australia, right? And England and some of these other countries, I'm going to fight you news people. But you know what? It's fine um, because we're going to give you a billion dollars. Very strange. Very strange indeed. Um, the social networking giant, according to NBCNews.com, which has been tussling with Australia. Thank you very much. Over a lot that would make social platforms pay news organizations said it has invested $600 million since 2018 in news. Google said in October that it would pay publishers $1 billion over the next three years. News companies want Google and Facebook to pay for the news that appears on their platforms. Governments in Europe and Australia are increasingly sympathetic to this point of view. Let's read that again. News companies want Google and Facebook to pay for the news that appears on their platform. This is not a uh, crazy idea to me um, for news companies to want to get a cut if Facebook is simply going to take that news and put it onto their platform. Facebook said on Tuesday, according to the article, it would lift a ban on news links in Australian in Australian, that seems like a typo, after the government agreed to tweak proposed legislation that would help publishers negotiate payments with Facebook and Google. Facebook was criticized for its ban, which also temporarily cut access to government, pandemic, public health, and emergency services on the social networking site, which on its face is quite unethical. Um, should news publishers receive some sort of uh, compensation if Facebook is simply taking that article, posting it on Facebook, yeah, yes, it, it seems as though that's that's fairly fairly straightforward. Lily in August with the uh, with that scrunchy face, we're gonna go with scrunchy face. Hey, Lily. Um, yeah, what is up with Facebook? What is the plan? Um, is it unethical for them to simply um, are they the ones taking it though, or is it other people that are posting news articles and they're simply not taking it down? Um, I think this is an important um, understanding. Is Facebook aggregating news articles uh, themselves or are they simply saying, you know what, if you're just going to copy and paste news articles, XYZ user, we're not going to fight you. Back to the article, Facebook said Tuesday that the changes allow it to choose which publishers it will support and indicated that it will now start striking such deals in Australia. Google had already been signing content licensing deals with Australian media companies and says that it has arrangements with more than 50 publishers in the country and more than 500 globally. So ongoing, it always feels like PR to me. Um, when Facebook, Google, these megaliths say, oh no, don't, don't be upset, don't be afraid. Um, cringy face coming from Lillian in chat. Um, she is not a fan of Facebook and uh, has ample evidence for that particular stance. Uh, Facebook saying it's gonna pay a billion bucks. <sighs> okay, Facebook, fine. Fine. Um, it just feels like PR, okay? You've got more money than many countries and uh, here you are. 
um, basically saying, please don't hate us forever. Expanded parental control on YouTube. This from finance.yahoo.com. Let's pull up this article and see what the deal is. YouTube will expand parental controls for tweens and teens. Tweens and teens, folks. Um, what is the deal there? Are we still live or have we uh, shut down? Nope, looks like we're still live, which is good. All right, tweens and teens, what's the deal here? So YouTube will expand parental control. Um, YouTube has announced expanded parental controls for tweens and teens. The upcoming feature is aimed at those who've perhaps outgrown the confines of YouTube kids. According to the article from yahoo.com, YouTube will open a public beta for the supervised accounts feature in the coming months. Through supervised Google accounts, parents will be able to choose from three content settings when you're comfortable enough to let your youngsters access a broader range of videos on the site than ones for young kids. You can enable the explore setting. So this right here is a fairly big deal. Why? Because I don't know if you knew this, but I have two kiddos and uh, the kid content is mostly people opening up eggs and Ryan's world and Minecraft. Preston plays, for example. Um, these are all good examples of what the deal is. Now, here's the problem with all that. The problem is that uh, eventually those kiddos, you know what happens to them? They grow up and they don't wanna see egg videos anymore. And then you take off the parental controls and all of a sudden you have mukbang. Do not ask me what mukbang is and also don't search for mukbang. You will regret it. So we're talking about the difference between egg videos and mukbang. The egg to mukbang ratio is something that you all need to meditate on. Um, short story is, uh, this is smart. There should be a gradient for YouTube controls. What you need to remember is that the name is Explore. The Explore More settings is aimed at teenagers. So again, back to the article, it will include a larger pool of videos, including live streams for the type of content that appears in the Explore setting. The most of YouTube option is self-explanatory. It blocks age-restricted videos, but it'll otherwise give older teens access to almost everything on the platform. Of course, they're using machine learning to knock all of this out. Just as an aside, parenting is hard. All right, so next up we have new LinkedIn tools for company pages. <laughs> and to Lily's comment in chat, mukbang is educational though. I suppose in some alternate reality it is, but not in mine. New LinkedIn tools for company pages, socialmediatoday.com. LinkedIn is adding some new tools for brands to help boost their organic promotion efforts on the platform while also facilitating more connection with colleagues within the LinkedIn experience. As you can see in the video, the first edition is a new My Company tab on LinkedIn company pages, which will include recommend and content suggestions listings, enabling businesses to facilitate direct sharing of relevant posts and increase internal engagement with such among employees. Okay, so what I've noticed recently in, um, in LinkedIn is that they have this sort of like employee section, they've got other folks section, view as a member section. Um, and so apparently there is a My Company tab on LinkedIn now 
and there is a recommend and content suggestions listing that you may want to check out. As explained by LinkedIn, quote, page admins can now curate organic content through a new, quote, recommend tool. This from socialmediatoday.com and suggest trending articles for employees to reshare through content suggestions. So obviously, uh, they definitely want to increase the number of people that are sharing content on LinkedIn. And they're doing this by having the business owners try to curate content. And so if you don't want to go and spend time creating your own content, or you want to take content from other places to create a spicy pepper, a delicious entree for your meal, that is social media, then perhaps you want to do precisely what they're saying. Uh, which is to go to this recommend tool, which is new in LinkedIn and reshare through content suggestions. Now, if you can rank for content suggestions and you can get your article into that and all of a sudden people are seeing it when they go to this recommend tool, which is new, by the way, in LinkedIn, then poof, all of a sudden you are going to get a lot of likes and love on LinkedIn and LinkedIn, ladies and gentlemen, as you already know, is a big deal. These tools were originally a part of LinkedIn's Elevate Employee Advocacy Program. Everyone knows about LinkedIn's Elevate Employee Advocacy Program, which LinkedIn has been gradually expanding into its other offerings in 2019, according to the article by Social Media Today. LinkedIn's integrated Elevate functionality into Sales Navigator, enabling Sales Navigator users to get alerts from Elevate and blah, blah, blah. Indeed, LinkedIn notes that employees are 60% more likely to engage with posts from coworkers. So this is the big deal. I think there are some people, I'm not going to say a lot of people, but there are some people on the internet, um, specifically coworkers um, that are more likely to like, share, et cetera. Now, um, it is important to understand that even though we see the best of the best on LinkedIn, uh, the reality is the vast majority of posts are simply not seen. And so LinkedIn knows this. They know that probably 95% of folks are getting one like, two likes, three likes on their posts. And so they're desperately trying uh, to help those people not feel like LinkedIn is a giant waste of time. Um, you can always link build from LinkedIn. You can drive links back to your website. You can get some traffic. This is the vast majority of people that are using LinkedIn. And every now and then, of course, in the bell curve, you have the anomaly of people that go viral and do very well. Uh, final uh, bit from the article, quote, that's a significant opportunity and these new tools will provide more ways for businesses to tap into existing content behavior and also measure the results. So again, recommend tool and content suggestions in LinkedIn might be worth checking out. Final story of the day, 19-year-old cancer survivor and entrepreneur. This um, particular article is quite interesting. Imagine you're playing a game in which you have to guess the age of a contestant based on the experiences they've had in life. One claims to have worked at a large global company, built their own presence as an online influencer, started a marketing agency, and even survived cancer. How old would you think that person is? Suhit Amin can claim each. He's 19. Even the fact he turns 20 in March shouldn't be enough to pick up our collective jaws. The first sign that something wasn't right with his health came in late 2017. Um, he was in the car and he felt a lump in his neck. Um, he thought nothing of it. It turned out to be cancer. 
Um, stage 2A Hodgkin's lymphoma. Uh, he was in a state of shock. Obviously, there's a 15% of people um, mortality rate of him, 85% chance of survival. Now, his entry point to esports and influencers was as a gamer. There's a lot of folks like him in the world and then YouTuber himself. His Chain X channel featured content around Five Nights and Freddy's source filmmaker animations and gaming. I don't even know what those things are, not going to lie. It grew to more than 37,000 subscribers and had millions of monthly views as he earned uh, as he learned more about the business of YouTubing. His entrepreneurial drive kicked in. I mean, began managing what YouTubers call multi-channel networks. Think talent management. I mean, handled the advertising and promotions for a cluster of YouTube stars so they could focus on creating content. His connections and savvy in these ecosystems led to an opportunity uh, leading marketing for Frag Radio. So basically, this dude's killing it. Quote, from a very young age, my parents instilled in me the importance of turning a negative into a positive. This is the primary skill required to be a human in 2019. Uh, quote, it took me a little while after the diagnosis, but I would go to each treatment thinking only 11 more to go, only 10 more to go. Incredible. Incredible. So he builds an agency. He has cancer. Um, he absolutely crushes it. Um, Remember the name, Suhit Amin, because we are likely to hear more from him in the future. So it just goes to show that if you're feeling down, if you're feeling like things are rough in your life, uh, there may be folks that are taking more drastically difficult and painful experiences and manifesting them into positive experiences, which isn't to say that your suffering doesn't matter. It, of course, does. Just know that everyone Every single person suffers, and it is all about the transmutation of that suffering that leads us into a life that we can be proud of. Ladies and gentlemen, let's summarize Twitter, Twitter stock soaring. They are up, I want to say, from about 40-some bucks. It was, uh, let's see, I'll get you the exact numbers here. Twitter stock, we're sitting currently at $76, but... Uh, only on uh, November 2nd, it was $39. So a huge jump for Twitter. Um, why don't I want to buy Twitter stock? Why didn't I buy Twitter stock? Because uh, I am not on the Twitter train. If you have any arguments why you think Twitter is going to absolutely crush it, I am open to hearing them. Facebook says it will pay over a billion dollars to the news industry. It feels like PR to me. We'll see what they actually do and if they actually... Um, when they're working with working with legislators, um, give people favorable deals. Because this, to me, is the core of the ethics. Um, are they giving the Australian government a fair shake? Or are they simply taking as much money as possible, turning around and saying, oh, look how charitable we are. We're giving money away. Don't hate us forever. Expanded parental control on YouTube. Thank goodness for this sort of thing. Because, again, it's very binary. It's They see almost nothing, and then they see everything. It's the... Uh, Teletubbies to mukbang ratio. Do y'all know about the Teletubbies to mukbang ratio? Well, you do now. Good for YouTube on making this just a bit more flexible. Um, YouTube is a big deal, obviously. All right, new LinkedIn tools for company pages. You may want to check out under the My Company tab, recommend and content suggestions. Um, it turns out that you may be able to curate more content on your LinkedIn page, make your life just a little bit easier. And last but not least, don't forget that there are some people that are struggling big time. 19-year-old 
cancer survivor and entrepreneur doing incredible work on the planet. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for swinging on by the show today. And thank you for uh, letting me do this new format. Um, my old school PowerPoint format uh, got a little funky. I had to download Streamlabs this morning. And that's why things look a little bit different than normal. All right. What are the chances that I actually know how to turn this off? <laughs> uh, let's see. There we go. I think that's how you do it. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's been fun. It's been real. Oh, and we.